All right. Let's see. Nibiru. 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 The Nibiru cataclysm supposes asteroid encounter between the Earth and a large planetary object, either collision or near miss, that certain groups believe would take place in the early 21st century. Believers in this doomsday event usually refer to the objects as Nibiru, Nibiru, or Planet X. The idea was first put forward in 1995 by Nancy Later, leader, founder of website Zeta Talk. Leader describes herself as a contactee with the ability to receive messages from extraterrestrials. Whoa, from Zeta Reticuli star system. Through an implant in her brain. She states that she uh, was chosen to warn mankind that the object would sweep through the inner solar system in May 2003. The date was later postponed, causing Earth to undergo a physical pole shift that would destroy most humanity. Holy moly. The prediction was subsequently spread beyond Lighter's, Lighter's website and, was, and has been embraced by numerous internet doomsday groups. In the late 2000s, it became closely associated with the 2012 phenomenon. Since 2012, Nibiru, Nibiru cataclysm has frequently reappeared in popular media, usually linked to news-making astronomical, <laughs> astronomical pro objects such as Comet Ison, I-S-O-N, or Planet Nine. Although the name Nibiru, Nibiru, Nibiru is derived from the works of ancient astronauts, writer Zachariah Sitchin, I know who that is, and his interpretations of Babylonian and Sumerian mythology, he denied any connection between his works and various claims of coming apocalypse. A prediction of self-described, quote-unquote, Christian numerology, uh, David Mead, that, or wait, a prediction of self-described, quote-unquote, Christian numerologist, uh, David Mead, <laughs> that the Nibiru cataclysm would occur on 23rd September 2017, received extensive media coverage the idea that a planet-sized object will collide with or closely pass by earth in the near future is not supported by any scientific evidence and has been rejected by astronomers and planetary scientists as pseudoscience and an internet hoax such an object would have destabilized the orbit of the planet 
of extent to the extent their effects would be easily observed to, observable today astronomer astronomers <laughs> have hypnotized uh, hypothesized holy god hypothesized many planets beyond neptune and though many have been disproved there are some that remain viable candidates, such as Planet Nine. All the candidates are in orbits that keep them well beyond Neptune throughout their orbits, even when they are closest to the sun. Man, I never claimed to be a good reader. But I believe you. Hey, oh. All right. All right. What have I done? Hey, guys. This is Dougie. At, uh, this is Dougie. It's another episode of I Didn't See It, but I Believe You. And this is negative episode 10. And I just finished um, an episode with my boy, my brother, my best friend, my confidant, my everything, my Jolie. Jolie, Jolie Olstein. He's not an Olstein by any means. But my, my, my best friend, Jolie, just had a really serious discussion about what's going on. In the world today and i just needed to uh take some time to decompress and so i was like man this whole entire show is called uh, is about i didn't see it but i believe you it's been getting kind of off the rails in the sense that we're not following the guidelines of like uh you know following we're supposed to, this whole show was designed to like interview people or talk about theories or from conspiracy to well thought out theory to oh well, i mean conspiracy theories are well thought out but anyways the idea is just to to allow people to express themselves and not be judged by any means and that'd be like we didn't see it but we believe you so it gives you a platform to just get it off your chest and leave it out for you guys to figure to 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 agree or disagree or take what you will so with that said episode negative 10 i was like this is just me my negative episodes were myself i'm gonna get back into that you know and uh so i read for the intro and i appreciate if y'all stuck through it I read about the Nibiru or Nibiru, depending on who you are, cataclysm. And I actually am familiar with this entire idea. And I happen to be somewhat of a believer. You know, again, I didn't see it, but I believe you. You know, I mean, there's no reason for me to deny it. So I just wanted to read that. I read that directly from Wikipedia. So uh, again, forgive my reading. I am not a a good reader or speller writer all those things but you know i think i have a grasp on reality to some sense and you know uh these are these these things captivate me and i feel like this is a really with everything going on um we'll touch on that again and it'll be a good opportunity for me to 
kind of uh, poke at what Joel and I went through. I mean, granted, I don't, I can't listen to the episode right now because I'm talking to you guys, but uh, might actually be a cool idea to like take snips from older episodes and and review them and and talk about them and put them into context in the sense of after you guys listen to it and like this is what you took from it and then we can re-listen to it and we can prod it poke it and get the information that we really wanted to get through and also at the same time take the information that you might have gathered and yeah that's a really good idea i love that so maybe that's something that we can um really put her foot down in structure but i i wanted to take some time to defuse again touch base where it needs to be touched and just maybe get into some uh ideas so nibiru nibiru uh the way i was introduced to this i remember i went to a tattoo shop well uh, my my dearest friends they all worked at this tattoo shop and i never forget i walked in and this one homie was tattooing and he was, you know, was talking about the anunnaki and if you don't know what the Anunnaki is, the Anunnaki is uh, something that we will definitely dive into uh, in detail. The Anunnaki, and I, and I just blown away, the Anunnaki um, are apparently this um, extraterrestrial race that not only handed to humans um, context of life, but created us in a sense. And there's this whole entire hybrid story and everything like that. But uh, the, the Anunnaki apparently are a part of this planet, the ninth planet, um, this uh, uh, this this pl- planet beyond Neptune, um, re- referred to as Nibiru. And I really got into it. And I was really intrigued, I was super intrigued. And it just like... You know, and it just had me in this whole entire wormhole. It's like, you know, if we all want to know who we are, we all want the answers to life. And this is a good way to look at it, I guess. You know, I mean, even in a, in a silly way, if you want. So I just, uh, I was like, screw it. I'm going to deep dive into it. Um, go. I'm not very good at reading. So that's why I'm like, Nibiru, Nibiru. I've heard both ways. Uh, I have definitely seen the name Nancy Lader or Lider. It's L-I-E-D-E-R. And I most certainly know how to say Zachary Sitchens because he is obviously somebody that is crucial in these theories. And uh, he, uh, Zachary Sitchens, I believe, um, created, um, uh, what is it? Um, Zachary Sitchens did, um, nobody's here to help me out. Uh, Chariots of the Gods are far, not far from the gods, Chariots of the Gods. Oh my gosh, why am I having such a uh, blank on it? I guess I'm going to have to look it up on the internet, which I have in front of me, so I can do that. Uh, Zachary, Zachary, come on, Dougie, Zachary. Whoa, what was that? Um, Sitchin, not Sitchin. So, no, I guess he's not the one who did. Um, what am I thinking of? That documentary that um, I can see his face. Uh, was it Chariots of the Gods? You guys are out there just probably screaming at me like, Chariots of the Gods. 
Oh, uh, Von Daniken. Yes, Von Daniken. Yes. Okay. All right. Whew. Von Daniken did Chariots of the Gods. I was right with the name. What is Zachary Sitchin? Zachary Sitchins, I believe, is the person who came up with uh, or really mainstream the idea of the Anunnaki. Oh, let's let's look. I'm going to reach him up. Let's find little Wikipedia. Zachariah Sitchins. Okay, here he is. Twelfth Planet. Blah blah. blah. Zachariah Sitchins was an author of a book proposing an explanation of human origins involving ancient astronauts. Sitchins. Uh, attributes the creation and eight of the ancient Sumerians culture to the Anunnaki, which we were just talking about, which uh, was stated was a race of extraterrestrials from planets beyond Neptune. I, that's what we were talking about earlier, called Nibiru, Nibiru, however you prefer to say it. He asserted the samurai, the the Sumer, samurai, Sumerian mythology suggests that this. Hypothetical planet of Nibiru. I'm just going to say Nibiru uh, because it's just how I like to say it. Is in an elongated 3,600 year long elliptical orbit around the sun. Sitchin's books have sold millions of copies worldwide and have been translated into more than 25 languages. Wow. Sitchin's ideas have been rejected by science and academics whose media, who dismiss his works in pseudoscience and pseudo-history. His work has been criticized for flawed methodology and mistranslations of ancient texts as well for incorrect astronomical and scientific claims. Okay, so Zachariah Sitchins was born in 1920 in the Soviet Union in Baku. I think Baku is where the deepest lake in the world is. I could be wrong. And he died in New York City at the age of 90 in 2010. Education was the London School of Economics, University of London, known for French theories. Uh, website Sitchin www.sitchin.com. Again, I just read that all off of Wikipedia, so don't hold it against me. But, dude, yeah, so like there's this whole entire idea of the Anunnaki, and you know, and I apologize for getting all those names mixed up. It's been a while, I used to be balls deep in this, but I kind of just, uh, you know, let it drift away. With that said, sorry, I'm Having a, having, a, having a drink while I'm doing this. Took a long break from drinking, and now I'm just having a few, and it feels great. A nice, clean buzz. And, um, yeah, I've been busy with uh, the, um, the, the hardware's closed. My bar's closed because the government doesn't want us to operate right now, which is completely understandable completely understand don't any trouble but we are doing a virtual happy hour so please go check me out on my personal facebook page the hard or excuse me doug blank at facebook and when you do that uh just add me as a friend i'll happily add you back and the idea is for us to get these virtual happy hours going you guys help me out with some venmo because you know i'm spending everything out of my pocket and everything you donate on that venmo helps us keep those virtual happy hours going every week is a different theme yada 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 and then um 
Yeah, the goal is to get our, and we up them all to YouTube. We're just trying to get our YouTube subscriptions to a thousand. We're not trying to get a million subscribers. We're trying to get a thousand because when we do it there, we can stream it from YouTube and then make it a little bit cleaner of a process. So, anyways, enough of that. So, and I appreciate if you made it through all this so far. I appreciate you sticking around with me. Um, so, yeah. Let's get back into it. Anunnaki. That's where I'm at now. And again, I'm just using Wikipedia. It's so much easier. And the thing is, this is the first time that we're really getting into it. And um, I just uh, might as well just make this a catalyst, you know, and then like we can go from there. Like, you know, we can really dive into the books. We can start getting guests that have actually read these books and have really well thought through theories. I mean, there's people that I've talked to over beers that are so knee deep in these ideals that it got me so inspired, you know? So it's just, um, and it's something I, I truly um, relate to. I, I don't necessarily know if I believe it, but I get it. And so, and again, that's what this whole podcast is supposed to be about. And it just, we just want to give a platform to everybody and their beliefs and the way they feel. And especially when it comes to our humanity and how it got to the point that we are today and our creators and Things like that. So, the Anunnaki is from Wikipedia. Anunnaki, see, Anunnaki, also transcribed as Anunnaki, Anunnaki, Anuna, Anunnaki. Okay, and other variations. A group of deities who appeared in mythological traditions of ancient Sumerian, Akkadian, Assyrian, and Babylonians. Text, I guess, suppose I was in. Yeah, they're traditions. Described uh, how many Anunnaki in the role that they fulfilled. Descendant of An and Kai, the gods of the heavens and the goddesses of Earth. And the goddess of Earth. The primary functions is to decree the fate of Sumerians. Okay. This is old stuff, man. And it doesn't, I mean, it's not too far-fetched. I mean, the, the universe is billions of years old who's to say that, that the what the experience that we're having right now hasn't happened millions of times over how many millions fit in a billion that's a good question how many millions in a billion oh my god 1000 million is in a billion okay so that's all right so what does all right so let, how old how old is the universe <laughs> obviously we're using a generic standard okay i do not I'm not a scientist. I don't know anything about this, but this is Google says it's 13.8 billion years old. Uh, nobody knows that. You can't prove. I mean, I mean, I, I understand you can prove things are old. There's absolutely no way that you can prove. I mean, and I'm just a layman's. There is absolutely no way that you can prove that something is 13.8 billion old, considering that carbon dating apparently it just if it, it kind of takes in context of things that aren't there anymore so there's nothing there you just like kind of assume it's dateless so i mean that's fine and i get it and i believe in carbon dating and stuff like that but 13.8 billion years old 
even if you were to sit me down and explain it to me, and this is just me obviously critiquing myself, but if you were to sit me down and say the universe 13.8 billion years old, I'm like, okay, well, I'm Doug Blank, grew up in South Texas. I barely graduated high school. I like to sing. I like to make people laugh. I like to dance. And I also have tremendous childhood trauma and really can't keep it together for the life of me. So uh, and they're like, uh, well, it's 13.8 billion years old. It's like, well, prove it. How are you going to talk to somebody like me that is like completely reckless? Science, that's where like, I believe in science and everything, but that's where it gets kind of freaking convoluted. It's like, doesn't matter if you can actually say, well, the, the, the universe is getting colder and spreading and it's all from the Big Bang Theory. It's like, I believe you. I do. But will you plead? And they're like, well, this is why I feel like this is why the proof that we have or the theories we have to prove that it's law. And it's like in this context and then everything was compressed. And it's like, okay, I get it. I get it. And I believe it. Because I believe it. I didn't see it, but I believe you. But there's no buts. It's like, but it explodes and everything. Like the, the spacing before, between the stars and like everything. It's like, but we've only been cognitive humans for 3,000 3, years, really? It's like, it's like, we really had, it's like, so 3,000 years compared to 138 billion years that is not even a drop in the bucket that is a very a mere glimpse so how do we know that's 13.8 billion years old how do we know it's not 20 billion years old how do we know that it's not a million billion years old how do we not know that it's a, anyways from that context anyways i'm just obviously i'm rambling and but anyways so 13.8 billion years old so, and within a billion years, there is a hundred thousand million years. So, how many years, how many millions are in 13.8 billion? 13.8 billion is how many? Okay, so I got this weird website, website tejji.com. So, 13. Um, 0.8 billion is how many in millions, and that is going to be <laughs> okay. So it's 13,800 million to create 13.8 billion. The human life expectancy is barely over 80. Oh my god, it's like so. It's just <laughs> so. Obviously, I'm blessed reading everything on the internet, and I believe in, in, in the science. I believe in everything that's going on. So it's actually, I guess, in my th in the thought that I'm trying to explain, which I'm not doing very well, I guess what I'm saying is, who's to say the Anunnaki isn't real? Because so if, 13 if we've been around for 13.8 billion years, and that means that is 13,800 million uh, years can fit within 13.8 billion and the our humanity has only existed for uh a couple of thousand years even a hundred thousand years it's nowhere near a million hundred thousand is nowhere near a million a uh, hundred thousand there making a hundred thousand a year is totally different than making a million a year uh 
But with that said, it's like, so who's to say that this, well, our existence hasn't been recreated over and over and over and over again, right? So maybe the Anunnaki isn't that unreasonable. And maybe that's like why like the whole entire religious aspect works so well. And that's like, I didn't even watch um, Alien until I was in my 30s. And I actually wrote an essay about it because so uh, before Joel and I started the podcast, before I started the podcast with Joel, I was guesting on his um, radio show that was syndicated out of Chicago, and I would write about um, movies I've never seen before, especially Alien, and I was really knee deep in the Anunnaki and stuff like that. And it's like, who say this is? We talk about the future so much. It's like, well, what about the past? So much has happened without us being here i've been on this planet for 35 years plus that's it my parents are almost in their 70s my grandparents one of my grandparents still alive she's almost in her hundreds right so who's to say their experience when they're kids compared to ours you know they and that's a whole entire lifetime for us so who's to say that even a thousand years ago who knows maybe even jesus was like a whole real shebang maybe everything that happened there was real but so much time's passed, we don't know. And we and we have such a conflicting idea on the past that it just turns into, it, it rips the world apart. But guess what? Google says that the universe is 13.8 billion years old. So how many Jesuses has there been? Is that egregious? Is that out of line? I don't think so. I think it's just a positive way to think. I've talked to I've talked to priests about this. I've told priests um, my my deepest fears of life, and a lot of the times they just answer with "You must have faith." But then other younger priests that, that they understand that there is more to an answer. There's more to there's more to say than. You must have faith. You got. I mean, yes. I believe. I believe a human should have faith within themselves. I believe that you should try your hardest, and I believe that you should never give up. And I believe in will. I believe that the human has a, a unbreak should have an unbreakable will. Granted, that I mean it can be broken. But anyways, all I'm trying to say is like, so who's to say that the Anunnaki and wasn't world, the Sumerian text aren't real. Like all that stuff is it's like, and how many, who'd say this hasn't happened over and over and over and over again. Right. So, I mean, this is just, I mean, all hypothetical. I don't know any better. I'm just curious. I'm just curious. So, and I know I'm just rambling, so forgive me. I got, I got a tight little buzz going on. No big deal. Not harming, no harm, no foul. So, oh, so in Inani, in Anna's descent into the netherworld, the Anunnaki are portrayed as seven judges who sit before the throne of Ereshigal. And the underworld. Hmm. Later, Akkadian texts, such as the Epic of Gilgamesh, uh, Gilgamesh, Gilgamesh. Yeah, I know that. Follows this portrayal during the old Babylonian period. The Anunnaki were believed to be the 
Kith, Kith, Kithonic deities of the underworld, while the gods of heaven were known as Igigi, Igigi, the ancient Hittites. Oh my God! I thought I knew a little about this. And this freaking Wikipedia is blowing me apart. They identifies the Anunnaki as the oldest generation of gods who have been overthrown and banished to the underworld by younger gods. The Anunnaki have featured uh, prom prominently in modern pseudo-archaeology works and then the books of Eric Von Denken and Zachariah Sitchin. Weird! So the Anunnaki, there's like even more to it. I honestly just thought that they, like, every 3,000 years, uh, Planet Nibiru passes our planet and they just zip by and their spaceships just check on us and they like, alright, we're going to give you a little bit more DNA injections and keep on going, but apparently this is like a way deeper an overthrow of gods? How freaking brutal and metal is that? That's freaking badass! Like gods being overthrown by younger gods? That's freaking badass. Kind of in the kind of feels like the world today. That's interesting. So, Epic of Gilgamesh is a poem from uh, ancient Mesopotamia and is often regarded as the earliest surviving great work and literature of the second oldest religion and text, religious texts after the pyramid text. Literally, Gilgamesh begins with five Sumerian poems of Gilgamesh. Sumerian for Gilgamesh. So, Gilgamesh is Sumerian for Gilgamesh, king of Iraq. Or Uruk, ooh, that's in, in dating to the third dynasty of Ur. Okay, I know, I know that uh, Uruk is must be an inspiration for Doom Eternal, which we always talk about because when you go to quote unquote heaven to battle the makers and obviously the the hell spawn they you go to planet urdak and that's uruk interesting so they must have they must have taken some inspiration from the epic of gilgamesh which is totally badass and if you guys play video games even if you don't play video games and you were thinking about getting into it just get yourself a this the a system and play doom eternal it is so badass and it's so crazy the people that complain about doom eternal the most on the internet are the ones who are like there's just too much lore it's like what it's like that is what captivates non-gamers to want to play the story and they're like oh you know and also the action of the game is amazing so yeah i highly recommend it especially if you are into lore and if you're into stories and if you're into just even if you're in the lord of the rings i highly recommend diving into the lore of doom it is so much fun and it is so rewarding so again Urek, Urdak, Doom Eternal. This is great. I'm totally digging it. Third Dynasty of Ur. You are. 
circa 2100 BC, these independent stories were later used as sources for material of, oh my God, Akkadian. Akkadian. A-K-K-A-D-I-A-N. Dude, this is so deep. Anyways, well, I mean, I, I can't go bull of heaven. What does that mean? All right, I just clicked Bull of Heaven. In ancient Mesopotamian mythology, the Bull of Heaven is a mythological beast fought by the hero Gilgamesh. The story of the Bull of Heaven is two different versions. One, record, one recorded in early Sumerian poem and later versions of the standard Akkadian epic of Gilgamesh, the Sumerian poem. The bull is sent, into, sent to attack Gilgamesh by the goddess Inanna, for reasons that for reasons that are unclear, you're telling me the more complete Akkadian, Akkadian accounts come from Tablet Six of the Epic of Gilgamesh, in which Gilgamesh rejects the sexual advances of goddess Ishtar. Oh, we got to look up Ishtar then. Sexual, he rejected the sexual advantage, 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 adv advances of a goddess. My god, the East Semitic equivalent of Inanna. Inanna, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Inanna, this is so bonkers. Hmm. Anu gives her the bull and she sends it to attack Gilgamesh and his companions, the hero Inkadu, who slays the bull together. Bull of Heaven. How cool is that? That is so brutal. It's so badass. Book of Genesis is referred to in this and then then um Iliad and the Odyssey are referred to in this. So, wow, it's just like, wow, it's just like, con like ancient texts that just kind of like run into each other. Sexual advances of Ishtar. Let's go. Well, Ishtar redirects here. See Ishtar, disambiguous. Ishtar the singer, Ishtar the Ishtar gate. There's a lot of uh, singers named Ishtar. But Ishtar refers to, it It directs to, and again, it's all Wikipedia, to Inanna. Dude, this is fucking wild. From Venus. Inanna's from Venus. Valiant Thor's from Venus. This is wild, guys. Well... This is a mind fuck. Man, but just think about that. Just think if like everything what if everything is not what it seems? Why is that so egregious to say? Why is it why would that be uncomfortable to think about? It's not. It's actually quite comforting. So Anyways, I just want to do a short episode, kind of clear my mind, do something a little bit different. Um, so, anyways, I, guys, I, 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 I love you dearly. 
please be safe out there. I, I mean, even if you don't believe in the whole mask thing or anything, please, just for the sake of getting through this, wear your mask. Let's take care of each other. The mask isn't for you. It's for them. It's for us. It's for everybody involved. It's not for, it's not for you. It's for your grandma, you know? So like, let's, you know, if you listen to our latest episode, we go into the depths of the whole entire conspiracies and stuff like that. And I, you know, and it's not necessarily anything that we really want to be a part of, or at least I don't. I mean, and so it's like, I'd rather my conspiracies and my whole ideas, I'd rather talk about Anunnaki and then the Ishtar and, and the Babylonian text. That's what I really want. That's what I really want to dive into. But anyways, but just want to do a short episode with you guys and catch up, make sure everybody's doing okay. And, I look forward to seeing y'all soon, man. And yeah, the the hardwood is um, closed again. We're work, looking into getting the food going, so please spread the word that we're still around. And uh, please like and subscribe on my personal YouTube page. Just uh, search uh, Doug Blank on YouTube, and you will find my cocktail videos, uh, how to build co- some of my favorite cocktails, and obviously are my virtual happy hour that we do every Friday. We had a two-week break because I was in a quarantine, and we're going to talk about that pretty soon as well and the experience I had with that. And, but anyways, it's just, uh, I just miss you guys. I love y'all. I want everybody to take care of themselves and each other. And we're all in this together. So let's please, like, please, let's just meet in the middle and let's just, uh, be humans. Let's be descendants of the Anunnaki and let's take care of each other. So when our ancestors and our gods come back around on their next loop, they'll be so proud to see that we are embracing each other and loving each other. And, Maybe they'll invite us back to Nibiru or Nibiru and they'll like, be like look how cool it is. But also if you guys want to like uh, dive in, dive deep into a cool movie, I know uh, alien is obviously a great movie aliens. And then, um, but Prometheus, I know I guess for some reason it gets a bad rap, but Prometheus, especially the opening scenes. And when it goes to the engineers is like, man, this is pretty uh, real. And I think a lot of people don't like it because they don't like the idea of having, um creators be on film and not be a big a uh, big white guy with a huge burly beard in the clouds throwing down lightning bolts at us because you know and saying you touched your wiener and you're going to hell so i mean you know i mean yeah so what's the, i mean what's the harm in thinking that we came that we were created there's no harm in that and if anything is liberating it's it's opening it's eye-opening that's actually can be even more um uh, relative to having a god which i believe that i have a superior being i believe in a higher up i don't think it's a big burly man with a freaking white beard with a lightning bolt like i just forementioned or pre-mentioned and so i just wanted but like i do believe that somebody created us and i do believe that something created us and i think that we have to follow a certain path and i feel like that we are creations of a superior being even if it is a big bang but i believe that the sun is my god i believe that that there is so much power in the sun that it is a deity and i don't think that is egregious in thought and it could be even more than that man well anyways well i love you guys please again 
Doug Blank on YouTube. Follow me. Uh, my Instagram is DougFresh85. Joel is uh, Joel's Holes. He's kind of laying low on the internet right now. And But anyways, just reach out, say hi, and have a good one, guys. I really appreciate it. Um, yeah. Let's do this more often. I miss y'all. I love y'all. Y'all have a great night. Bye-bye. Mwah.